0: Christina Reese from Glass Tyre and I'm here with Neil Farso from Glass Tyre and we're here with Zoe Ward who has written and directed Soft and Pink which is a short here and it's gonna is it debuting here at the Austin it is. Festival? Yeah. All right congratulations on that so I have some questions for you yeah. first of all is this ba- I watched it last night is it based on any particular person or story that you had heard
1: it's kind of a, an amalgamation of a lot of different women that I kind of casually started researching. Queenie
0: Carr is an amalgamation of people. Yes, sorry,
1: my protagonist is Queenie Carr who's kind of like a girl Elvis in 1950s New York. My first cassette tape when I was Eight years old was Leslie Gore's greatest hits, and it wasn't until like 20 years later that I realized that Leslie Gore was a closeted lesbian whose career ended at the age of 18 because she wanted to go to college and her manager said you pick one or the other Mm -hmm. Um, She ended up getting back into music later on, but really the What we know of as Leslie Gore was age 14 to 17, which I found pretty fascinating. So she was a big part of it. There was also a rockabilly uh, singer named Sparkle Moore who was kind of on the national circuit. She She was touring the country with these big country stars. Her career lasted about two and a half years because she was going out there, she was playing guitar. She was absolutely rocking it and people were just like, no, thank you, ma'am. Really? Um, so, so that that was kind of my inspiration. Um, I just wanted to see like who this character was, and you know, if she kind of, if you know, Sparkle Moore, you know, supposedly retired, so that she could become a mother. And to me, I was just like, mm, you know, what would it be like if there was this woman who found herself in a similar situation? What would it take for her to push through and actually have? that career of of being a quote unquote girl Elvis.
0: Well, what she has to do goes to a very, very dark place. So, I mean, there's a certain, I mean, it's, you know, it starts out quite funny and it gets darker and then darker. And I mean, how much of this is driven by a certain, I don't know how I want to put this, a resentment or an anger or just a realization of what, just how many obstacles there were for women like this working at that time.
1: Sure. I started writing this story quite a number of years ago, kind of before the rise of Me Too, and um, kind of just from my own upbringing and the things that I sort of dealt with as a younger person. I I have a lot of anger, I have a lot of (laughs) misplaced anger. that. You know, I was always really attracted to violent movies, but they never really felt like they were being made for me. And I like this idea of creating female protagonists who are making bad choices for really good reasons. And that's what I feel like is at the heart of Queenie Carr. It's not that she's a violent person. It's not that she sets out, you know, wanting to hurt or kill anyone. It's just that she's put into this circumstance where the only way through is through these men, and it's kind of one or the other. You can't, we can't both, you know, come out of the. What's what's that phrase like? Oh, two men enter, only one can leave. That mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> the death match actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So one one of the things that you're able to do is it's a short, it's a short, but and things escalate quickly. But you do manage to kind of imbue it with the. There's a been a long struggle, obviously. The conflict has been going on for a while, and this is you catch it at its apex in the dressing room and that's when it turns from being something that seems a little lighter to something quite a bit darker and then she goes out and she sings the song i've got to ask you this and i was watching the credits i was sitting in my hotel room watching the credits i was like i bet she wrote the song i bet she wrote the song you wrote that song i wrote that
1: song Uh, and the song you're referring to is the title track soft and pink it was a, a very funny experience of kind of going into it. I had to... Are you a songwriter? I'm now, I am now. Yes, you are. I had to have the, the finished track ready before we went into production because I needed my actor to be able to sing to it. So you didn't write a
0: song and think, I need to get a movie, a narrative around this because this is a groovy song. I like this song and I want to present it. You had the movie and you really are. You're a filmmaker. You're not a songwriter and yet you wrote the song for it and it works. It yeah. totally works. Congratulations. Thank you. for you. Yeah. The
1: only thing I had was the title. The movie was always going to be called Soft and Pink. And I had a funny thing where I like sent it out to some family members. And my cousin says, so my mom, my aunt, she's she doesn't think that it has anything to do with vaginas. And I was like, oh, no, 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 it 100% does. And she's like, I knew it! <laughs> um, well, the second it, 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 verse kind of yeah, brings yeah. you it's, into it's, it. It's not vaginas. It's it's vulnerability. <laughs> yeah. It's fragility. It's it's. Being what people expect us to be and having that be a bad thing, and being you know accepting our vulnerability and having that be a really good thing. So so this song had a lot of layers for me from the beginning. But I am not a lyricist. I'm not a musician in any way. I sought out a musician to help me write it, mm-hmm. and the first thing she said was like, yeah, 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 just send me the lyrics. And I was like, Oh no, 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 I don't, I don't have lyrics. And she's like, Well, do that first. Mm-hmm. So I wrote the lyrics, which was painful and, and difficult, and I sent them to her, and she's like, Cool Do you have something in mind for the melody? And I was like, "Uh, no, but let me think on it. So I started singing stuff into my little voice memos and, and sent her something. And she was like, cool, well, I think you just wrote the song. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> um I just uh, that's fine. And and I had a friend who had a, a music producer friend who's worked with some really incredible artists. There's a band called the Wild Reeds which is a, a a band that has like three female vocalists who do harmonies. So one of those sing- singers, Sharon Silva, was a friend of this producer, and he said, "Come in, we'll knock this out in two hours." I said, "That is impossible. That's not how. That's not how this works." But I went in, and she was there. He had a bunch of studio musicians there. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, cool. This is uh, you wrote kind of like an eight-bar blues thing, but this verse." And I was like, "No, I didn't. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> <laughs> so, so we knocked it out in like two hours. And these was, pros. I, studio musicians are incredible. They're yeah. like from another planet. Yeah um so it was a really wonderful experience and i definitely am just like i just want to be a professional songwriter now (laughs) (laughs) you You need to to write some more songs (laughs) yeah yeah
0: i mean ultimately i think life on the road as a musician is not that easy either but uh so is she i mean spoiler alert for anyone but is she is queenie gonna get away with this murder
1: uh temporarily this this so so the the whole inspiration for this short and for this project as a whole it came from me imagining how good it would feel to take one of those little flower cap pens from the bank and just stab somebody in the eye mm-hmm. with it. And just everything else kind of like blossomed out of that. Um, but, but it blossomed further than this short. It, it is a feature um, script that, I see, that I I'm see. working on. And in that script, the scene that's presented in the short is the first murder. Um, but there's a bit of a snowball effect where in trying to cover it up and trying to get away with it, they rouse other people's suspicions, um, it brings in another manager who's even harder on her. So mm-hmm. the stakes just keep rising and they have to kill more people and it turns into this sort of like Wow! Thelma Louise, Cohen brothers kind of thing. Is this
0: gonna happen? Are you gonna get to do this? I really hope so. Okay, yeah. well I hope so too. Very cool. Well, it's very nice to meet you. Thank you for talking to us. I enjoyed it. Thank you. And I enjoy uh, Soft and Pink. It's good. When does it screen? Has it already screened?
1: Nope. It, uh, the first screening is this Saturday at 9.40 p.m. at the Rollins Theatre. And then it's playing again Monday, 6 p.m. at Galaxy Highland.
0: And if people are not here, how can they see it or when can they see it?
1: This is just the be- This is the world premiere, so it's just starting. It's Festival Circuit. Haven't gotten any notifications yet about the next place it will play yet, but it'll be doing the Festival Circuit for the next year. Mm-hmm. You can watch a trailer at my website. which. Which is uh, Zoe Ward. Z O E W A R D is my name. <laughs> dot me, and hopefully after that festival run is done, we'll be you know launching it on Vimeo, and everybody will be able to see it.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you. Congratulations. Thank you very
1: much. I appreciate it.